Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. This is Sudros Minahan Talk Cosmos, May 30th, 6 p.m. on a Saturday. And we repeat Thursday mornings at 6 a.m. in that specific time. So for you folks over on the East Coast, that's at 9, 9 a.m., 9 p.m. And we are in the Gemini archetype. And tonight we are talking about the Venus star point for Gemini that begins its great legacy of, of significance on June 3rd of this month. And that will be at, let me just check here, at 10.43, and if you want to be exact, 29 a.m. here at Pacific Time. And this is the perpetual student of life. It's embracing different roles. Its use of language is paramount. And boy, are we going to find out about that in the dimensions yet to be realized, like life today is really giving us. It delivers messages. It is connected to the twins, Castor and Pollux. It is connected to Hermes, the ancient psychopomp that predates practically archetypes of every dimension, regardless of what. I mean, of course, I'm a big fan of Hermes known as, and that is with Greek, so that would be Mercury. And it was Thoth and many, many, many legacies, which we may not get into tonight, but a very distinct archetype, uh, not just an archetype, a god, uh, uh, of a connector, messengers, free-spirited playfulness, storytellers, and imaginative of multiple realities. So the conversation tonight will have many dimensions, but just one note. And we had a previous talk with Mark James of the Las Vegas NCGR chapter about Venus points. And perhaps you've heard that just a few weeks ago, but the fact is this is a hundred year cycle Venus in its orbit is pretty perfect. It it doesn't go out of bounds. I mean, it, it has a very circular, beautiful pattern. It is a sign of beauty because of its sim- symmetry, you might say. I mean, there's so many ways to connect this. And in eight years, it makes five different connections with the sun. And these are called Venus star points. They're significant. It's not part of traditional astrology on certain terms, but there are huge cultures all throughout time that looked at Venus only after the sun and moon because she is the brightest in the star and she comes in the morning and she comes at night and it's a real distinct pattern. And right now she is in retrograde, meaning she will emerge as a retrograde Venus star point. And that's really how Venus star point begins in this cycle to begin with. It goes alternates between four years. It goes retrograde for four years and then it goes back 
as far as a point, it is a point in time, you know, that signification of like unity when she actually connects at the same degree. And that degree happens to be 13 degrees, Gemini 34, I believe. So in other words, it's every four years. If you date back to 1968, so we're about halfway. Well, that's enough for my tidbit of this whole conversation. And now it is time for the Gemini Cosmic Collaboration Panel. Investigating the deeper questions of this month's archetype and integrating spirit and matter for unified wholeness, this is your Cosmic Collaboration Panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Shannon Hayes, a certified evolutionary astrologer and consultant, including Mayan astrology. I'm a stargazer, and I work with animal spirit cards. I own a hair salon, and I'm a nature lover, animal activist, and photographer. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology, I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you are the entire ocean in a drop. Well, that is our wonderful clan of three. However, we are missing Amanda. She was unable to attend tonight. However, Shannon and I will rise to the occasion as we have many times in the past. If you check some of the replays throughout the year since 2018 when we began. And also just to mention at this moment, Shannon and I will be representing the Cosmic Collaboration panel on June 14th. We are giving an online event through East West Book Shop, and it's their online event uh, to register. And it'll be about navigating the Venus retrograde. And then the following day will be a two-part workshop, I mean, consecutively with the uh, Moonbeam panel to manifest what is your dream right now. So we will begin with Shannon and myself, and I will say a highlight that I see for this uh, Venus star point in Gemini that our language, how we speak to ourselves, to others, to our neighbor, our voice is going to have dimensions that ideally we will really learn that communication and how and to really honor other people in so many uh, manners and give significance to the dignity and, 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 and recognize the spirit within ourselves and how we convey things. Well, yeah, I mean, and you see that too, like with uh, the protests going on over the death of George Floyd, right? 
Yeah. You see how people are like, I mean, I think this is going to be a time where there's going to be a lot of, a lot of people making themselves heard. I think a lot of that is what it's about. I mean, the Venus is also, isn't it squaring uh, Mars and Pisces too? That, and then, mm. and then the, the no, Venus's nodes are also on uh, the, uh, the North node in Gemini, right? Venus is, her star point is on the, her own node, right? Well, this is a really important point. So let's elaborate a little bit. I love how yeah. you joined right in there, Shannon. You're always wonderful. <laughs> really. <laughs> and, but, and as far as the language, just connecting, right? because we have some non-astrologers, so we have to kind of sift this down. Yeah. But when we we'll talk about the, no- yeah. Yeah, the nodes, I love that idea because nodes, just to mention quickly, is that intersection between every, every planet not only the moon has nodes. And so here it would be the planet of Venus intersecting with the orbit of the sun. And it just happens to be that it's right in this range of the degree that Gemini is in right now for the, when it's conjuncting the sun. So that's another PowerPoint, 13 degrees. Yep. Yeah, Gemini. Yeah. 13 Gemini exactly very powerful and since the nodes have a lot they also are part of um, their lunar they have a lunar quality and as well as picking up the energy of you know the planet that they're the nodes on you know it there's definitely emotional content to the whole thing which is really interesting too well that's true um the very fact that the nodes that the lunar nodes yes are 29 degrees just beginning in yep. their whole 18 months because to remind folks the nodes certain cycles seem to go retrograde in other words instead of starting from zero to 30 which every house and zodiac sign holds for the tropical and sidereal zodiacs because both Shannon and I are learning from Gemini bread and we've got this yep. in our brains. And so, yeah. yeah. And they have all the signs, 30 degrees. So with it comes to the lunar nodes and also these Venus star points, they start at 29 and then they go down to one. So right, right. now the lunar node is 29 degrees Gemini. Yep. And the star point that we're talking about is 13 degrees Gemini just yeah. to kind of zero in that with folks yeah so i mean they're i mean they're wide, very kind of wide apart but i mean they're still like just the fact that you have the archetype playing over and over that gemini archetype is so loud and clear through this whole thing yes you know i mean it's actually it's pretty darn amazing really we're in some very interesting and unique times and you see too that it's like things are resurfacing again. So you know now we have this like, I mean it's good and and struggles reappearing like the whole thing with George Floyd and you know the murder of him and the whole ugly thing of racism that is just constantly seeping. You know that it keeps coming out. You know I mean it happened with you know right after Trump made his big claim to the white house you know that whole thing that opened up where there was all this crazy racism and weird stuff going on and you know you see it again you know it kind of seemed like it was sort of 
mellowing out a little bit. But, you know, it, I mean, it's also a lot of shadow stuff coming up. Right? I think absolutely. When we consider that Venus is retrograde and Venus herself, I mean, I was thinking about this in the long terms because these points are, are like points that you can use in the charts until the next time in four right. years when it changes. But so my point yep. being that right now this energy for Venus is retrograde in it for Venus, meaning we are doing all the retrograde things. We are reevaluating, reconsidering, refocusing, whatever reword, revise, return. Reclaiming. And, reclaiming well, our voices. Yeah, in the ideal. Of, you know? But I think that what I wanted to kind of introduce with our talk too is which fed on what you were saying is that because of I was noticing that yes the um 29 degrees and so I looked back in 1968 that's when this Venus uh Gemini Venus star point began and it happened to be at 29 degrees because sometimes it can be 28 sometimes you know it's somewhere around right there, but it was 29 degrees uh, Gemini, uh, and that, and I, so I pulled it up and it says in this article to, to find out what was happening. And it was so absolutely significant for exactly everything you're saying here too. 1968, the year that changed America forever. Yep. Oh it yeah. Seems to be having a nervous breakdown as battles erupted over Vietnam War, cultural values and race, the racial issues that yes, civil we rights need to address. Yeah. Yep. Civil rights, feminism, I mean all kinds of stuff, you know, rebellion of the young people wanting to change from the cultural norms of like the whole weird family value things at, at those times, you know. It's like Families were changing at that point, too. Everything was changing. The birth control pill. I mean, you know. With family, that is very true. In fact, that's because, and I happen to find this out because Liz Mouchette and I did a, a talk back just prior to, oh, about over a year, year and a, sometime in the summer, um, and I think it was last year, with the cancer Venus star point that was significant, which no longer is, but she, but the point is, is that at the very end of that cancer Venus star point, which went on for a long time, because we well, yeah, just say it just it, I mean, it just kind of recently what Ariel Gutman was saying is it we've just got we've just cleared it. Well, it is. Well, it is. It was. Well, think of this 1968. It was Gemini. So Four years before that, 1964, was the last year of cancer, you see? Yep. And so it was. But the point was, is that in the cancer, uh, because I have Ariel Goodman's, and for those folks out there, it's a wonderful book. It's Venus Star Rising. I recommend it. She's really put yeah, she's a voice amazing. to this. But what yeah. it, the point was, is at that time, Uranus was very evident. And isn't that amazing? Because we as astrologers see that that was synthesizing real revolution in the family. Like you're saying, it really was right. evident. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, isn't your, what's Uranus doing now too? Uranus is like part of, part of like what uh, Uranus and Taurus is, um, 
Oh, God, help me out here. Making an aspect. Well, well, okay. If you look at the chart, and just for folks, this is June 3rd to remind people yep. on 2020. And that's at 1043. And if you want to be particular, 29 seconds a.m. Pacific time. 1045 a.m. There you go. So, in other words, right now, and Uranus is our great leader of... Uh, shifting the rhythms she's and she happens to be opposing the moon that's her claim to fame in this chart exactly well not exactly in this chart here on the west coast the moon yeah the moons will, will be in scorpio right yeah and of course the yeah. moon moves pretty fast so from that yes. standpoint she's really opposing it so she's opposing yes our emotional content of how we ex make exchanges with other people and aronis is in taurus so it is really relating to venus because venus rules taurus so it is really a power uh, play of our own dimensions, I'd say, and internally, that voice, getting back to like, who are we talking to? We might be talking to somebody else, but it's really our reflection of who we're talking with ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will. And Uranus is all, you know, I mean, it's all about change, too. And I mean, Gemini is similar in the fact that it likes diversity. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's restless, it's air, you know, it's, uh, it's constant movement. And I mean, look at, at the changes that have been going on, on top of like the whole COVID thing, you know, and people being restless and being locked in and, you know, people can't move around as freely. And even, I mean, you know, things are starting to lighten up and kind of things are starting to open, but, um, you know, it's been, it's been pretty intense time. It truly is. And people I've been speaking with near and dear ones, as we do connect, you know, over the phone or FaceTime or Zoom and all of that, but have shared some really intimate thoughts that we can come to that come to surface because we have this alone time. There is, you know, still the pattern of our activities has, has shifted. So some deep thoughts and, and reconnections. And of course, that's retrograde energy too. And, and of our heart, you know, Venus is of what we are, our values and what we are attracted to. I mean, it, it rules both Taurus and, and, um, and uh, Libras. So as an mm -hmm. energy, although this is expressing in Gemini. So this particular Venus star point we're talking about just to clear it up with folks, you know, not to get, but, but still it's that of the, of what's really valid, important. Yeah. That's a good point that about Uranus it's, we're going to have Uranus in Taurus for another six years with a lot, good, long transit. And it's still in the first 10 degrees of it. At right. Yeah, the winds of Uranus will bring be bringing a lot of change. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think it's going to be a lot a lot of changes too. I mean, with you know the fact that like we've had to do so much through like Zoom video and all kinds of other like <clears throat> social tech technological ways of communicating with each other because we haven't been able to like you know get into like normal human groups is really fascinating and 
I mean, like, I know even like my yoga studio, for example, like, I mean, I've been doing yoga at home through Zoom video. It seems like this whole couple of months I've, I've lived my life on Zoom video, you know, and it's, I'm not alone there. Fair is that's well, that's a beautiful way actually of 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 relating it. I, I right, that's yeah, the great part of like the the uh, um, you know the Iranian sort of thing. You know, it's like it's thrown people into some interesting ways of using social media and stuff. Because I mean, a lot a lot of that kind of stuff is going to change how business is done. You know, it's like which is another whole interesting part of this, this whole thing too, is like, you know, the whole financial part of uh, Uranus and Taurus and the, the Venus and Gemini. It's like, well, what's going to happen with the economy? Like, as we slowly open up, you know, there's questions around that too. It's like, are we going to head in a recession? You know, well, it's like, there are long-term, these the star points also, like you were saying, like they're long, they have long they have long lifespans. Well, they so, do. They're four years and it's a hundred. Yeah, like four years or yeah. eight years but too, right? I think also going back to this Uranus because of the fact, and it's an air. They're, you know, it's. I mean, Gemini's an air sign, and um, Uranus is in Taurus, an Earth sign. Yeah, it is. That's true. But what I'm getting at, that's true. Okay, but I'm thinking of the innovation that, regardless, Uranus brings in innovation yeah, and right. the fact that really it's a matter of constant of really remembering the past may have its memories of beloved things and times but we need to adapt and that's what gemini is gemini yep. is that word of flexibility and versatility that you had brought up earlier it's absolute in every fashion you know mercury is a planet you and i saw it a couple of nights ago you can only yeah. see it like for folks out there about half an hour either before sunset or if it's an evening uh star which it or or else if it's a morning star just before dawn so because and it's not always visible because it's so close to the sun that often the sun's blinds it but we happen to see it just a couple of nights over in seattle well, yeah and we saw it because it was out of bounds just like venus is right now that's another and, and, and indication. Out of, so out yes. of bounds, yeah. So for those who don't understand what out of bounds is, most of the planets and the zodiac is right on the ecliptic plane, and the, the ecliptic plane is the path of the sun. So a lot of the when the sun moves, there are a lot of the inner planets are around the ecliptic plane, and there are only two planets that actually can go what they call out of bounds which is off of that plane far enough so that they stray further from that path, particular path of the sun. And that's Mercury and Venus. And right now, they, when we were watching them, like they've been like parallel to, to each other until they separated. Venus is setting now, but Mercury is following her. So as well, Venus goes down, you have a short window of time in order to see Mercury. And we happen to see Mercury because... They're both are kind of they're off the ecliptic far enough. Yes. However, I do want to just gently say that there are other planets that can go out of bounds. I happen to have both Venus and Uranus and Pluto out of bounds. Oh, but I was talking and, about inner inner planets. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there's I'm only two. I'm talking about yeah. the planets just, okay. on, the, on the ecliptic. 
there Uranus and Pluto aren't anywhere near the ecliptic. I'm only talking about the ecliptic planets. Just to be clear. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cuz Mars can be out about yeah, and it's irregular too. That's true. As far it's as a, and we're yeah, talking regular. about the 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 well, boy, this could get, we could have an astronomy class. How <laughs> even listen to us? <laughs> right? It all relates, but we'll, we'll try to get, and here we are. And, you know, that's another thing about Gemini. It connects right? the dots. It needs yeah. to find that connection, just like Castor and Pollux, the twins, which, again, in my, and sometimes it's hard to keep the thread going because there's all these, these, these connections to bring. But, right? you know, those two, one was, just briefly speaking, one was a mortal, Castor and Pollux was the immortal, the twins. And when Castor, of course, had to die at some point, they finally were reunited. But it's this interchange between finding the spirit and the matter. And of course, you know, going back to George Floyd, that was in the Twin Cities. I just floored me. It was like, oh my gosh. The, it, when one begins to get sensitive to just so many elements it's like how things are being spoken you know it's not it is this invisible realm in a certain way because right no i mean no it's 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 yeah it's really true i mean the connections like the connection that you made the twins the gemini twins castor and pollux the twin cities it's like you start kind of seeing that like that play out all over yeah. And you know, I, and, and to bring up another painful part of that story right now, but in its significance of this Gemini is because I just turned the television on and I don't watch it, but I thought I, I need to see this. I need to know this. And to hear him say, he, I can't breathe. That's Gemini. Yeah. air if i, I am yep. a gemini and i need air you know i mean i often have to laugh when other people are okay i'm like in a car can we open the window please <laughs> you know, i need some air so but what is the signification and you know it's the first thing we do when we're born is to have air and it's the last thing when we die is let go of that air and the hawaiians the hawaii means the breath of the spirit air, I mean, the spirit, that's what Hawaii means. A three is ha, y, and e, another spirit. So breath is, um, and, and yoga, you do yoga. Yoga is all about Yeah. Breath. Oh, yeah. Yoga is all about breath. Yeah. I mean, that's how you move your body through the, the, uh, the postures is you breathe through them. Yeah. And it is in that brain, like we know that the brain needs a certain amount of oxygen or else it, it falls apart. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, exactly. if, if you don't get it. And, and in fact, even if you look at your lab report, amazingly, it says oxygen, how much oxygen you have in your brain. It might in your be. blood too. Yes. Oxygen in the blood, right? Oh, well, so what's that oh my goodness yeah. we are rolling see this is Gemini. i know okay Yo, folks this is Tom Cosmos with <laughs> shannon hayes and sue roseman and <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> cosmic <laughs> While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. 
we are currently in the period of Gemini. By leaving a cycle based on physical form, integrated through spirit, the energy of Gemini connects spirit with matter, focused on communicating and defining the external. Gemini is a mutable air sign signifying flexibility. Gemini duly focuses upon teaching and learning in order to synthesize the world one lives within. Would you like to re-empower the desires manifesting your dreams? Come ignite your summer solstice eclipse new moon energies in a Talk Cosmos two-part online workshop event featuring their very own cosmic collaboration panel on Sunday, June 14th from noon to 2 p.m. and navigate your experience during this current Gemini-Venus retrograde period while communicating to your deep self your authentic values. And Monday, June 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. with the Moonbeam team, which includes an experimental ceremonial workshop to release unwanted and worn out patterns to express the life you desire. To register for this Talk Cosmos online workshop, go to eastwestbookshop.com, click on online events, and join Talk Cosmos to redesign your vision. Greetings. This is Karen Winterland, astrologer at seattleastrologer.com. And you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk, 1150. Oh, hello again. This is Talk Cosmos, and as you well know, but it is May 30th, and we repeat again, and that's a Saturday on Thursday on June 4th. And so we are talking about the Gemini Venus star point that is going to be on June 3rd. And once again, on the Pacific time, that's 10 o'clock in the morning, exactly 1043. If you want to add 29 seconds, that's what it is. So we're talking about the Gemini language emphasis. And I wanted to bring up a poem because really with the, the fact of the nodes being Gemini North Node and the South Node, which I don't think we mentioned, but it is a fact in Sagittarius. And these are points in the sky that will be for another 18 months and have just begun. So they're at 29 degrees. So it's it's philosophy, right? And and Gemini is about language and there's many ways to speak. That's the whole point. So Sufi, the great Hafiz, which is a great Sufi master, has everything is about love. Well, Venus, of course, is about love. And Gemini is about communication. So, and this is, she responded. And it says, and I won't read the whole thing. It begins with the bird's favorite songs you do not hear. And then it goes down, blah, 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 blah. And so he ends saying, I once asked a bird, how is it that you fly in this gravity of darkness? And she responded, love lifts me. So I thought, oh boy, isn't that the truth? I think somehow if we can integrate these Venus star points in our language, in our heart, in our communication with everything, that it'll help our philosophy of life and, and, and embolden it. So that was my one big point. I have others, but Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. Oh, My one good. big point. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would add to that. I think you know the Venus and and Ge- and um, Gemini and the whole star point also is about um, 
learning to be able to like hear other people learning oh. to listen to others right oh my God. and yes. to, and to be and to be kinder you know yes. i mean i you know i'm i'm not all for like rioting and i mean i think protesting is going to become more and more necessary in this country which i think it's sad but i think it's going to be necessary i think we're really going to have to start standing up for each other i mean you know i mean and gemini is all about your neighbors right Yes, you know it's like looking out for each other. Yes, and I think I think with these times, with what is happening in the country, I mean, you know, it's like we're in unprecedented times. We're in times that we've never witnessed in this country because our one reason because our country is so young, we haven't had to go through this. But you know, we're kind of quickly sliding into like an into an an un comfortable place right now and people are going to have to stand by each other we're going to have to be more vocal and i think that's what a lot of this is about is learning how to use social media learning how to use our voices standing up for each other you know we have the whole iranian thing which is like you mentioned earlier is about you know being innovative you know we're we we have so much potential i think is what you know, Venus is also a lot about potential, you know. Uh, but really, I took some notes, standing up for each other oh my, and listening. That goes right in with Taurus and uh, the senses, you know, as far as, Taurus, yes. you know, in conjunction with this. And actually, if one speaks, it's a dialogue. So one, of course, has to listen, meaning one needs to suspend judgment and really be open. I think that's, and kindness, it, it signifies all of it. Another, you know, I, I was noticing, looking at this chart of the Venus star points, all of them, there's, you can, anybody can go online and Google, and there's a wonderful list of all these star points from 1870, as a matter of fact, which is, of course, before that, but it's online. And there were, there's something called a Venus transit, which is like an eclipse in that as an analogy, but it happened just recently in the last two uh, Venus star points in 2004 and 2012, because 12, every, yeah. every eight years. Eight years, yes. And although it happens every four, the significance is every uh, eight in its own way and these are really rare it's like a 243 pattern and it happened to be in gemini when venus went across the face of the sun like well of course it's really tiny so it hardly blotted it out but it has but still it's huge yeah it is it is it's huge some kind so if we look back at 2004 and 2012 those were culminating years and oh my gosh another so one many things with yeah. the nodes it's like these layers of impact that are trying to get the message across right like you said listening right how when are we so at any time that we stop and decide to really see the other person's viewpoint uh it's good i i i like how that emphasis to to connect that way yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting, too, it's like, so 
just real quick, I want to run off like some dates here that were kind of interesting. So like, you know, speaking of like, like the whole social media thing, I mean, we had like 2004, we had Facebook, 2005, we had YouTube, uh, Eris was discovered, 2005, the Kyoto Protocol, 2006, Twitter, and 2006, like WikiLeaks. I mean, that's oh all massive gosh. stuff. I it's can't believe things. it. Now, yes. Eris, oh, and Eris, of course, she's the god of the, um, let's see, Eris, is that a, a, a dwarf planet, I think? Yeah, that's yeah. your, yeah, and right. She was the goddess of discord, which is a whole thing, which, and right now she is in, in five, three times in strong um, tension, as I call it, with. Um, that means a square astrologically with Pluto. Actually, Pluto is uh, squaring Eris because Pluto is actually faster. Eris goes every 500 years and some around the sun. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's really slow. And yeah. so, uh, there's a big transformation. And what it is, is the excluded people. The ex are, it, because Eris was excluded from this big party and she's through the golden apple saying who's the fairest of all, but which is a very, in a sense, just saying who's the best. And really there is none except love because the one that won was Aphrodite, which is another name for Venus. And really, isn't it love in some form that wins all, you know, it's the middle chakra of the seven chakras, everything gets funneled one thought you know through there through the lower chakras and the higher chakras so uh yeah isn't that significant 2004 yeah. facebook and right? then twitter and six that's yeah boy you do yeah i know and speaking of twitter it's like you know trump and his little battle with twitter i mean that's just like kind of funny that that showed up during this time well there's power <laughs> plays and really looking yep. at this chart going back to this chart right now we have still always the mega outside outer planets in yep. uh capricorn that's jupiter yep. and pluto which are also a big conjunction along with pluto conjuncting to eris so th this year is a the famous word i have is potent it's has, yeah. so if anybody is wondering, well, yeah, it's about the time that we need to, like you say, listen and connect inward and all that. Right. And Pluto and Jupiter are, you know, they're retrograde now too. There's a lot of retrogrades going on. So, you know, it, it's stuff that like is going, it, a lot of things aren't finished yet. No, not at all. And, and amazingly, looking at that though too what about 1968 did you check that and see well there you go look at that mars i can't believe it mars was conjunct at that time with that venus uh uh, uh star point star point yeah yeah they were yeah, all yeah. 29 degrees oh my goodness and here in seattle of course it was right on the ascendant which happens to be also Thanks to Gemini Brett. For all of you folks out there, you can Google his name. You will be astounded. I mean, he's a Seattleite that's gone to San Francisco uh, to be with his beloved. But it it's right at the north part. I mean, the 
the, the solstice point of near zero degrees cancer, which was right this month for the eclipse, which, you know, because the tilt of our axis points directly at the North Star to north, which is. Cancer is the north sign going north. Yeah. So we're at the, it's, we're at that lean. We're at that tilt. Yeah. So here we are. At the north, we're at the northernmost most point. Yeah. So we're in alignment yeah. with Polaris, the North Star. So we're very far north. Yeah. Which is why, which is why we get as much sun as we do. Right. But looking at this chart, and I don't know if you can see it, I sent it to you, but, um, I'm see. just thinking there was that connection. So here we have this nodal energy of where we're trying to go forward to. We can look at it that way. And in the meantime, going back to the first year it started, this Venus star point was at the same degree with Mercury at 26 degrees. I mean, they were all like in this little stellium together with Mars. And so I was just. Which chart is this? uh the 68 yeah 1968 yeah okay got it 20th 1968 and for those folks at 5 21 a.m pacific time so i was trying to see if maybe there was some real other significance of however it related well we can jump into something else because unfortunately our time how much time do we have not a whole lot but um what did i do there Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, that's okay. We can roll on. We can roll. Yeah. On. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's like right now too, it's like people are just being inundated because of the fact that we're like, we've been in such lockdown, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, we're all on social media and zoom video and stuff. And it's almost like an overwhelm of like, you know, social media and not moving your body so much, you know, with uh, Venus, Venus is all about the body, you know, it's about like, it's about getting into the body. So, I mean, it's, a, it's also a really good time. Like if, you know, people aren't doing anything physical, if you're not getting out so much, or you're not doing yoga, you're not dancing or doing something that you love physically, like that really is something that helps like get through some of this, you know, lockdown thing too, that we've been going on through. Well, that's true for now and long-term too, but looking at the Venus star point idea too, um, because you had brought in about neighborhoods and right. each other. And I've yeah. realized like, just on the news tonight, there was something called masks match. And it was a young Asian lady, I think from Texas, if I believe, I'm not quite sure about that. And she was very concerned coming from China as her heritage that she let people know that not to stereotype that she too was wanting to help people and so she made these masks and they've been given like 26,000 I think were given to the Navajo people among one group I mean all I mean many con contributions came in also because it's been aired on the on the media, on, you know, uh, television, but that in order to help uh, combat this, this, this coronavirus. So what I'm getting at back is that how 
there's new ways how we can learn to what is our neighborhood and and how we can help uh, contribute like obviously maybe people must be sewing these masks and that's an industry and it's you know it's a small cottage industry in a way uh, but it is a new sense of its development and I think that's where we're headed is this new sense of kind of uprooting and using the diversity of Gemini to, to think outside the box you know and well well yeah and you see that I mean it's like well I, I just want to make this point because I think it's funny but it's also interesting speaking of like being thinking outside the box and getting creative it's like <laughs> face masks have, have kind of become a fashion statement too because you have all these people who are doing all these like they're using beautiful fabrics and materials and they're getting creative with face masks it's like i've seen some really interesting face masks you know like going to like the pcc going to the co-op to go you know get food and stuff it's like and I even posted it on my Instagram. Like I took this, this I, I took a screenshot of like all these photos. Like when this thing first started, I noticed that people were doing this, right? And I just posted it because I thought it was funny, but it, it's true. And Gemini is all about fashion, you know? Invented, Gemini is all about trends and keeping up with trends. And, mm. and the fact that like the, this whole face mask thing, because we have to wear them, people want to look good in them. It's become this like interesting trend. And like you were saying, people have been making their own masks and they donate them to hospitals. They give them to their neighbors. My brother made a whole bunch and sent them to New York when New York really needed masks, Aww. you know, because they didn't have any. And he and his friends all, all got on Facebook and they were like, okay, you guys, all you girls with sewing machines get masks. <laughs> New York needs them. And that, and that's what they did. And that's just another, like really using social media to get in touch with your neighbors, to do something good for people to, you know, to create something valuable. Yes, because yes. because we were lacking on this stuff. I mean, you really saw people pulling through and helping each other. Yep. Kind of like what they did with 9-11, right? So which is another parallel. That's so true. I was just looking in because you brought up excellent points and I'm only going through. I know we're going to have to stop. Oh, and one moment. I'll take this brief moment next week. Gemini archetype again. Uh, in its expansive form will be Catherine Metcalf, who has been on before, and she's from Illinois. And we're going to be talking about the mythology of Hermes and uh, Mercury and the twins, and possibly with the North Node and wherever else we manage to take that, and probably a little history, because I know she loves history and she loves science. I mean, not science, but um, astronomy we'll we'll figure out some intriguing ways to expand on what is this archetype of gemini that we're so with so ariel oh and also to remind people that yes shannon and i will be your narrating partners of an experiential workshop to get in touch with these values it's navigating venus retrograde to reclaim your values. And that will be the first part of a two-part 
workshop and that's through East West Bookshop. So just go in there and look at their events and it's online events. Okay, so what I'm looking at here is the Venus star rising, Ariel Goodman. And she's saying that Gemini, and that's who you had this wonderful talk with that we didn't really get into maybe too much, but it was um, Cosmic Intelligence Agency. She's a woman that handles that. Well, it's not Ariel Goodman, although she was. No, it's Julia Seamus. Yes, and she's in Australia. So there's many, many ways to connect to astrology, folks. But here, Ariel in her book says, the Gemini experience supports two realities. Now, to me, that really says a lot. It's, you know, the neighborhood is our home in an area. It's our, it's the people that we're surrounded by. It's our own self and our what we can feel and touch and have and what we can sense unseen in our spiritual center. It's, oh boy, it goes on and on. Yes, it does. <clears throat> on and on. So for those folks of you that have any mutable points in your chart that you know, that are around, oh, like it's 13 degrees, but it could be a good five degree orb for sure. So let's say about eight degrees to about 18, 20 degrees, 18 degrees, uh, Je uh, in, in Gemini, Virgo, Gemini. Pisces, yeah. and Sag. Yeah. This is a significant point. It is saying something to you. Besides the fact it's saying something to us anyway, you know, through society and through the moments when the moon changes to that moment in connection or many other. Uh, in fact, I think, you know, I was thinking of, uh, of, of Neptune, but Neptune's at like 19 right now. So it's still like six degrees. It's an orb. It's yeah adding it's it. way, yeah it's kind of moving away but it still has an impact i mean yes <laughs> you know yes, and and i think breaking down what we have to mean for communication that was sort of where i began was that we have ideas of how we're supposed to communicate but is that true is that really true i mean how are we in, in fact it's challenging to 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 express oneself sometimes without being physical with somebody oh absolutely it's so, really it's really challenging because you know humans are pretty touchy-feely people you know i mean it's like you always, i mean and now i mean i've noticed it too like trying to remember to stay you know six feet away from people when you're talking to them or you know making sure when you're walking by someone you know you make sure you have your mask on or you walk around them i mean it's you know the whole thing has just been um a real eye opener yeah so here it does say love and a heart-centered approach to life yeah through playfulness too i think that's a real gift along with um leo leo likes to risk and play fun. yeah and you know there gemini is gemini likes yeah. to have fun because there playful. is a, a leo star point that's at 21 degrees yeah. right now for po folks but gemini also the venus star point is all by itself because the others come there's five of them and they come in with a partner and interestingly gemini has a partner already right with castor and pollux but 
you have Scorpio and Aries are at five degrees. They're almost finished in the next, in the twenties, they're going to phase out like cancer did. And in will come Libra and Pisces. But then we, but we, and we also have Leo and Capricorn that are around 21 degrees, something like that. Just for you folks there, you can register that into your little chart in your life. But Gemini is by itself. It's the rogue. And yep. it is really a messenger. It wants to communicate. We need to listen. I love that word, listen. Uh, me that likes to talk needs to listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, what I like about the Venus star point, too, is like, the way and the shape, and I mean, it's a pretty famous, like now on the internet, you can Google it anywhere, the five-pointed Venus star, right? And how it unfolds as a rose, right? Oh, yes. And it's like Venus is a rose, right? The, it's the, and then the Enneagram of arrows, right? And the rose is also the sacred feminine, you know? It, oh, yes. and Yeah, so it's a, a lot of it is like the the whole like archetypal, part of that venus you know and how she shows up because the the um uh, gemini also like i mean the ruler is mercury well mercury was sort of androgynous right yeah <laughs> so, so with venus and and uh the gemini it, it you know the venus has the whole feminine thing and it kind of like it kind of like um well, it reminds me of like the Me Too movement kind of thing. You know, it's like it gives women a voice, you know, like you were saying that it, it, bring, it, 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 uh, it well, brings it brings the feminine it, into the it, masculine. It, well, it, it, and let's expand that because I am so much a, a both people business. I mean, I, all my life, whenever I'd read he, I'd say, no, that's one O and E, meaning we're like he she were one people and and with all of this it's it, that androgynous sense in the sense that we're both equal we're all equal it's that sibling thing you know you're both children and well and it's the two it's like castor and pollux you know it's like you have the feminine and the masculine with so the venus is, and yeah, gemini meaning that every and that's thank you shannon because that means uh, just to clarify here in my fervent thought that we all male and female people have these energies of receptive and 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 going outward and it's a task that's what we're doing like whether it's the me too movement or anything we're and we have a minute here with some music channels we're okay yeah we have um we're all really working to recalibrate what is it to be human and what is it to express this sensitivity of ourselves? So, and you know what? Gemini too, the flower is the rose. I just realized yep. it, the burst, yeah. the burst of, you know, it's traditional thought. And so, right. That's yeah. Really, of course, roses do have thorns. You have to be a little careful. Some of them are. <laughs> right. But it's also <laughs> sacred. Yes. Yeah, sacred. Oh, that's a beautiful word. That's a word that, Gemini Brett uses all the time sacred astronomy and it's yep. again it brings in thank you that's the word for Castor and Pollux because if Castor died Pollux no Paul yeah Castor died Pollux Castor wanted, died yep yeah wanted to bring him in and it was to bring that sacred sense of life again it isn't just wood to be burnt which is great at the fire but 
what I'm right. saying is it has yeah. Well, it's the du- yeah, it's the heart. You bring the heart into the duality and make it more unified. But I think we, I think we're getting timed. Well, we have, we have a few moments. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Well, it's just been delightful. This has been cosmic collaboration with Shannon Hayes and myself, Sue Rose Minahan, and we will be returning. In fact, check us out June 14th. We're going to be right here really working together in an experiential uh, workshop, East-West Bookshop. So we love you all, and it is Venus Gemini star point time. So talk to you again, Shannon. We'll talk to you again. Two Geminis chatting away. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.